thank you for joining us on Rhema for Today. Thank God for the Holy Ghost. Now, He doesn't just lead me. He leads every one of you preachers. Develop that. Develop your spirit nature. Develop the spirit man. Now, you remember not only that, but Jesus said about the Holy Ghost. We read some of those scriptures the other night. That the spirit of truth, when he has come, he shall not speak of himself. So he does speak, though. Now, notice what he said. But whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak. Whatever he hears God say, whatever he hears Jesus say, that's what he's going to speak. Well, where is he going to speak that out? Where is he? He's in here. The Holy Spirit very often will pass information on to your spirit. Your spirit passes it on to your mind. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching on the Spirit-filled life. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. You know, we need to be led by the Spirit. Too many times it's just what we want and what we're doing. And our own plans and our own ideas. I was conducting a meeting in 1950, December in Jacksonboro, Texas. Now, we went right up, I mean, within two days of Christmas. I just closed out and went home, had one day to do some Christmas shopping. I mean, you get a good meeting going, you can run it on. We ran it three weeks, about three and a half weeks. But I'm slated immediately after Christmas, next Sunday, to go to Vernon, Texas. But each night, I went to sleep, went to bed. The Lord kept dealing with me by the inward witness primarily. Not to, not, you know, to, not to go, to not cancel it, but postpone that meeting. I said, Lord, it's just too, too close here. I mean, just a few days time. Pastor's been announcing we're coming. And so I just couldn't sleep for two or three. Finally, I settled it about midnight one night. I said, okay, Lord, I'll call him. And if he'll let me off, fine. If he doesn't, I'll go because I'm a man of my word. I'll keep my word. One of the characteristics of a spiritual pilgrim, according to the Bible, is he that swears to his own hurt and changeth not. If you've got your word out there, stay with it. You'll never be a faith person. Amen. Otherwise. So the next night, I decided I'd wait till, you know, after 5 or after 6 p.m., long distance called or cheaper. And I said to the pastor, I'm going to get the charges. I didn't have a phone, you know, card or anything. Didn't even have them then. I said, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll get the charges and pay you. He said, that's fine. Good, go ahead. I started to pick up the phone. And when I did, it rang. And so I just picked it up, you know, and said, so-and-so, parsonage. And, and the lady said, have a long distance call for the Reverend Kenneth Hagin. I said, this is he. She said to somebody on the other end of the line, something, whatever, I guess. So he came on, said, Doc, is that you? I said, yeah, me. I said, I'm just about to pick up the phone and call you. It was the pastor there at Vernon. And, and he said, well, what are you calling me about? I said, well, you got to me first, so what, you tell me first and I'll tell you. Well, he said, you're coming on here, aren't you, next meeting? Well, I said, I plan to. He said, well, what I'm calling about is an emergency arisen, and I can't be here the first week. 
Now, the associate pastor will be here, but I can't be here the first week. And I just want you to know that. He said, what did you call me about? I said, the Lord's been dealing with me for the last three nights to postpone that meeting and not come right now. Oh, he said, I didn't want to misput you just this close, you know, within just a few days. I said, it wouldn't misput me. I got enough calls to run over into the millennium a couple of years. <laughs> Amen. He said, I really need to be gone two weeks. Yeah, it's fine with me if you want to postpone. He said, uh, you are coming, aren't you? I said, sure, I'm coming. Took me two years, but I eventually got there. <laughs> now then, I've got, I got off of the hook here. I said, now, Lord, you know, I mean, see, see, this is just before Christmas of 1950. And you got your budget to meet you in ordinary, but then at Christmas time, you spend more money. And besides that, you're off a week, no money coming in. And so I said, I suppose you want me to go to, and I mentioned a certain church, this pastor again had telephoned me and talked to me personally and called me and written a letter and sent a telegram. Amen. And you got to realize back there in those days, Pentecostal church that would seat a thousand and fill it up every night, it's a good crowd. Amen. See, we're talking about 52 years ago. And so I said, I guess you want me to call Brother Johnson, don't you? The Lord said, no. Now here, the witness first, but then there's an inward voice. No. Well, I said, you know, now I'm going to be off here at Christmas time. I need some extra money. And you know, it's a larger church. More people you got, usually the more money you get. No, he said, uh, I want you to go. And a pastor had written me, and you know, I just discounted it. I mean, down in the country. We're down in the... Uh, upper part of the big thicket in Texas. You get down in there, you think you've come to the jumping off place. <laughs> and this fellow had written me a letter and he is sure I wouldn't come, but he said, you know, if you would, I'd sure appreciate it. Now, I want to tell you the fact, I got one man in my church, member of the church. Some men came, their wives were members. He said, I'm a carpenter, I work for a living. Most money I've ever gotten from the church, I got $12.50 one week. You can't get by even then on $12.50. Well, I just discount carded that. You know God's not going to send you down there. Man, you go in the hole financially. Lord said, I want you to go. I said, Lord, you must be mistaken. Surely you don't want me to go down there. That little old place, again, they only run... 67, I think, was high for him, big. That's kids, that's everybody that moved. He said, that's where I want you to go. I said, you know what it takes to meet my budget? And I need some extra money here at Christmas. Yeah, he said, I know. You do the going and I'll do the doing. So I contacted that fella and we went down. I saw right away why God wanted me. I wound up just staying there 10 days. But in that 10-day period, they were 32 people came to be filled with the Holy Ghost. 29 out of the 32 began speaking with tongues instantly when I laid hands upon them. Out of the 29, 13 of them were grown men. Out of the 13 grown men, 12 of them were heads of families. And in one night's time, he got 12 families in his church. And I got $100 extra above my budget. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank God for the Holy Ghost. 
Now, he doesn't just lead me. He leads every one of you preachers. Develop that. Develop your spirit nature. Develop the spirit man. Now, you remember not only that, but Jesus said about the Holy Ghost. We read some of those scriptures the other night. That the spirit of truth, when he has come, he shall not speak of himself. So he does speak, though. Now, notice what he said. But whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak. Whatever he hears God say, whatever he hears Jesus say, that's what he's going to speak. Well, where is he going to speak that out? Where is he? He's in here. The Holy Spirit very often will pass information on to your spirit. Your spirit passes it on to your mind through the voice. See, your spirit has a voice. Your body has a voice. Feeling is the voice of the body. Reason is the voice of the soul. Amen. Conscience is the voice of the spirit. That inward, we call it an inner voice or inward voice or still small voice. is passing that information on to your mind because the Holy Ghost does not dwell in your head. But then again, the Holy Spirit within you will speak up. It's a little more authoritative than this still small voice. I don't know. Uh, two things I want to bring to you. Uh, Jesus also said about the spirit of truth when he's come, he'll teach. Thank God he's a teacher. You all things. He'll bring all things to your remembrance, whatever I've said to you, and he'll show you things to come. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bring to your remembrance. He said that to the disciples, but he'll do the same thing. He'll bring to your remembrance what the word says. That's the reason you need to read and constantly feed on the word. He'll bring to your remembrance. And then he'll bring to your remembrance other things. People think, I, I, I developed this early. I mean, as a teenager. When I, uh, when I uh, went to school, I'd completed two years of high school when I became bedfast. I was bedfast 17 months. So you missed a whole year of school. I went back to high school. But I got born again on that bed of sickness and the Holy Ghost came to live within me. Now, I barely made it through. I had two grades in my gay day. If, you, if you're in high school, one of your subjects, you, we, they graded us A, B, C, D. If you made a D, you had to take the whole year, not just the one course. They changed that today. So in two subjects, both years, first and second year of high school, there's two subjects that I got a C minus on. And both teachers told me you had a D. But if you had two more points, it'd move it up to C minus and they could move me on. And so we thought maybe we missed a couple of points somewhere doing it. But once I got born again and learned to listen to my spirit, I never made anything but a straight A report card. I never took one single book home to study. I did my studying in study hall there at school. Amen. I said, amen. I said, amen. And, and, and I couldn't, I, I could take a history book and take a chapter I'd never read before, read that chapter and get up and recite the whole thing almost perfect. How'd you do that? listening to my spirit. People think that I remember all those dates and things, you know, that I'm always saying, you know. No, my head don't have a thing in the world to do with it. When I go to talking about it, it comes up from in here. It comes up. 
My spirit is telling me. Hallelujah. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. You can find more resources that will change your life. So visit us today at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. I'd like to tell you about this month's special offer, the Get to Know the Holy Spirit Package. This package consists of four CDs by Ken Hagen entitled The Person of the Holy Spirit. The next resource is the package of Reverend Kenneth E. Hagen's study guide entitled The Holy Spirit and His Gifts Study Course. Last but not least, Kenneth E. Hagen's CD, The Glory of God. These great resources are at the special price of $34.95. That's $16 off the retail price. Don't delay. Call today. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. Hun, we stream our services live from here, yes. from the BA campus Rama right Bible here. Church. And then what we have, Rama Bible Church in Oklahoma City mm-hmm. at 8921 Northwest Expressway. And I say, come and experience Sunday morning on Sunday night at 6 o'clock. I didn't want to do the TV thing. No, it's video not a video thing. service. Yeah, I will, I'm there. Craig's there. One, it's a live service. And, you, you know, they started Saturday night, so you could be off on Sunday. Well, hey, you're off all the weekend and come Sunday night and enjoy Sunday, Sunday morning on Sunday night. That's we'll right. be looking for you. Monday, Kenneth E. Hagan will continue his life-changing message. That's Monday on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Have a great weekend.